Today's topic, three steps to taking your website to the next level with Keisha M. White. Welcome to episode three. Get ready to discover yourself, grow and transform your world here at Smiley Tools with your host, Joseph Paul Smile. Good morning. I am Joseph Paul Smile, the CEO of Smile Real Marketing Agency and your host for Smile Real Talks. Smile Real Talks is super laser focused at helping you discover yourself, grow your business and transform your world by connecting you to countless entrepreneurs, coaches, business experts and professionals that are well experienced in business, health or relationship matters. So, Keisha, you're very welcome to Smiley Talks. Yes, thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. <laughs> awesome. So, before we jump right in, so I would love to know, is there something I didn't talk about? Maybe your hobbies, your pets, and travel, food, you know, phenomenal achievements? Yeah, so the main thing that I really love to do is cooking because I was actually went to the store before this. I'm going to try a new crock pot recipe after we finish. <laughs> so, anyway, but yeah, but and then maybe like trying new restaurants too kind of ties into the food thing. And um, I do love live music uh, and traveling when I have a chance. So, yeah, don't get to travel as much as I like to, but definitely plan on doing more uh, in the future. So. Awesome. Yeah, okay. okay. Before we also delve into our main topic today, which is the three steps to taking your website to the next level. What is at least web design and how is it different from web development? Because that causes a lot of confusion. So the top difference, I always say web design it includes your branding, which is like design process. So that's like a logo design, color palette, fonts, pairings, everything that you need to strategically, I guess, create a unique design for the business and then put that on a website. So that's kind of what web design is. And then web development, those are more of like your backend people who are in the code, like the coding languages. Um, the most common ones are like HTML, CSS, JavaScript, PHP. And they primarily build all the code from scratch. So they are aren't really design focused per se. So it's kind of like two different strengths almost. Sometimes we'll collaborate. If I get stuck in code, I may find somebody on the development side to help out or vice versa. If they need help on design, then they may reach out to somebody that's a little more skilled in design. So yeah, but either way, with the way I do my sites with clients, try to give them the best of both worlds to where I do kind of minimal coding and then I give them a website that's pretty easy to manage instead of a fully coded from scratch site. Because that's really not necessary, honestly, unless you're like Toyota or like, like a huge like corporation maybe. Okay. But for an average entrepreneur, you don't need a coded from scratch site anyway. Things have you noticed business owners and bloggers as well as general site owners make when they try to build or design their website? What ways do you suggest just they can avoid this. I feel like one of the main mistakes I see is definitely people who do too much content sometimes on their websites. Okay. So it's like we kind of can get in our own heads of like all this stuff we think we want to share this and we want to share that and we want this category and these other 15 categories to go with it. <laughs> Whereas in reality, I've researched recently that only 20% of your content is probably read on a website. So you definitely want to make sure your important points are what are standing out and you don't want to include too much fluff like because you feel like it's important think about it from your user side like does the user think it's important or is this information necessary to the user and then if not maybe trim your info down and even your navigation bar catalog menu keep that super simple too so you don't confuse people and then I guess another mistake would be inconsistent brand design because uh, I do see that with people who do their own websites they may kind of get carried away with too many different 
different colors that don't really mesh together or different photos or something that kind of look like they came from different sources. And if you are going to do it yourself, you want to make sure you kind of have a nice cohesive look, like stick to the same type of pictures, same, maybe two fonts, maybe two or three colors and just keep it simple and keep things consistent because that helps you look a lot more polished online. And then speaking of photos, last thing is photography. So I know a lot of people skimp off photography sometimes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it's super important. Like whether you sell products or if you are the product, like if it's a service, getting a brand shoot done of yourself or done of your products is way better than like those little iPhone pictures. I see people do random backgrounds sometimes with their products that and they may have random different backgrounds for different products where it looks like these products don't even belong on the same website. <laughs> so you want to make sure you have a nice, like cohesive look with your products. I mean, invest in the photography. If you're not going to get a web designer right away, at least get some photography done to make your site look a little bit better. Is there a sort of standard range of pricing for anyone that wants to build their website or get it designed? Is there also a standard, you know, return on investment when I create my website? Yeah, so the pricing varies a lot. So like uh, the web design industry, it just depends on how experienced is your designer? Like, are they super experienced? It also depends on uh, the type of experience they're going to give you as a client. Because I know a lot of times you hear things like, oh, my designer was inaccessible. I couldn't even get in touch with them. And typically those are people you're paying really, really cheap for. <laughs> so it's kind of like almost like you get what you pay for kind of thing. If you're going really cheap, then they're probably not going to communicate with you as well. And then it also depends on the package that you're getting. So like with my packages, it's a website and brand design package. So they're getting a full custom brand design with graphics like for social media and all that stuff and a website. So it's not like just the website and that's it. I guess with that being said, it does, I feel like from what I've heard, maybe start around 700 on the low end. That's like a low, like beginner level type designer who would probably charge that. Um, and then four to 5,000, maybe mid range designer and then for like premium businesses anyway so they're not even going to be looking at new businesses but they'll they charge like ten thousand eight thousand for those premium level clients because they need a little more strategy they have more direction to come to the designer with because really the more established your business is the better return you're going to see on a website too you have so much experience on web design having been in design for so many years since mm -hmm. 2014 so what's your web design process like and how can that help you in managing multiple clients? Yeah, so I do start with a, a video consult just like this on Zoom okay. uh, when I get started with people. So I love being able to do that. You like put a face with a name. Yeah. Uh, I get to chat with the client like about their business and what their business goals are. And then why are they even looking for a new website? Because knowing why they are looking for a new one helps me a lot uh, with the getting a direction for the project and just having background info up front and talking to them up front and I talk them through the process up front that helps to make things run a lot more smoothly and then I end up managing the projects in a project management tool called Asana uh, and it's actually free so anybody that need project management tool that one is a great free one that you can use and then I lay out all of my steps from start to finish and the beginning stages are the brand design stages so I start with like a mood board uh, where I create a couple of mood board options and all a mood board is it's a basically think of it, it's like a visual representation of the look and feel of your website and your brand design 
And then the client gets to choose that and we do the color palette, font pairings. Then we do a brand board where I have all the branding elements. So any little decorative elements like an initial or like a shape or like a background pattern, all of that is on the brand board. And then after we do all that, then we move on to any branding elements. So that like includes, I do social media banners to match their website too. And then like Instagram quote graphics. Uh, so we do all those social graphics. And then I even include, this is something different for my package. I have an email bonus that I include. So I know email marketing is really important because you want to use your website to capture new email subscribers, which are new leads for your Absolutely, business. Yeah. So for my email bonus, I'll tell my clients, like you should create a, what's called an opt-in incentive, which is pretty much like a free guide or like a free checklist or free training, just anything free of value that you can give to someone when they join your email list. And then if it's like a PDF or something, I designed the PDF to match their brand design too and then create an email banner and all that um so yeah so that's really just the first stage there from all that for brand design and then once we have that set up then i move on to the actual website so then that's like part two and then i end up doing what's called wireframes in the web design world it's, i describe it like the skeleton of the website uh, where you see where everything is going to be placed so it has little rectangles or squares showing where the images are going to be placed where is the text going to be placed and why like what I make recommendations on what they should put where to based on what I know will convert better. And then I uh, end up doing a mock-up of the live site, like with some of their actual photography and some of their actual copy and let them approve that. And then I end up building the full site. Like once we have moved through all the different steps and they do have revision opportunities throughout that too. So we're always in communication the whole time I uh, belong. So do you help them maintain this website, you know, after creating them or do you offer them lessons? You know, I mean, your clients, do you offer them lessons on how to update your site, you know, keep it fresh? You know, how do you do that? Yeah, so I do at the end of the process, I have a training that's included in my package. So it's a video screen share training where I walk them through basic updates that they can do. Because for the most part, people, they don't usually want to change their whole website structure. They may just want to go in there and change a picture or maybe they want to add a new paragraph or change some words around. So that type of stuff, I don't want to really honestly deal with that. (laughs) So that's why I actually designed my site called Squarespace. So I make them uh, independent and I give them the training they get access to a tutorials area on my site too where they can look up those tutorials on their own too yeah um but yeah so they're pretty much independent but if they do want to get a more of a full rebrand or redesign i'm i'll help with that because that's a big project but something tiny like a change in a picture i'm like you can change your own <laughs> you can change your own pictures or something after we get through so okay yeah. so do you send the original design files once you're done with the project or do you prefer not to you know some people might be like it's my work I can't release it or you know how do you handle that aspect for me all of my work is client focused so it's specifically for the clients so once we are all done with like I do the some different payment plans depending on the client but once they're done with their final payment then all the files are theirs so and when I say files all it is is really any design stuff that I made like the logos uh, the brand board all those social media banners and files like that and then of course they'll have their login to log into their own website so yeah I definitely give them all access to what they need so they can switch things out they can use the logos on print marketing materials or anywhere else they may need a logo at so the main thing is the three mm-hmm. steps to taking your website to the next level everybody 
everyone's yeah, website to be able to reach out to the right people, the right audience, your target customers, target clients, the right audience. You know, what are these three steps to take it, your yeah. website to the next level? Yeah, so the first step, I kind of touched on it a little bit already when I talked about more consistent branding. Mm-hmm. But uh, step one is definitely to step up your brand design. And brand design is not about just being pretty or just uh, pleasing to look at. It's really about creating something that'll appeal to your specific target audience. Yeah. So you need to just kind of um, think of branding as like the perception that other people have of your business. Because mm-hmm. uh, I always think about it like different restaurants or something like that. Like think of what you think of if you think of fast food restaurant, that's mm-hmm. your perception of that. If you think of a um, classy place with tablecloths and that kind of thing, then that's your perception of that. So you have to ask yourself, like, what kind of business do I have? How do I want to be perceived with these offers? And then that'll just give you more clarity on, like, how to select the right colors that may fit for you or the right type of photography that'll fit. So you want to think about all that when you're thinking of the image you want to portray and just be intentional. So that's uh, the very first step there. The second step is to create some content. So I know a lot of people kind of overlook creating content. They think they can just pop a website up there and people are going to just magically find it. But <laughs> but um, content is like one of the ways to get people over to your site. Because mm-hmm. I always think about that like this, like if you think about things that you may share with your friends or your family yeah. that you found helpful, usually it's not like a shop page. Like, oh, I found this shop page today. Like, let's, I'm going to share that with you. Mm-hmm. Or it's not like a necessarily a services page, like a service provider will have their services page up. Mm-hmm. But things that you do share, you may share like a helpful video or like a helpful enlightening podcast that you found or like a helpful blog post and you may be like oh this article was great like let me share it over so content just helps you to get more eyes on your site makes your site more searchable by google too because content keeps your site updated because the longer you go without updating your site the further down google may push it in search engine ranking Mm. so anyway and yeah it just gives you something to talk about on social media too (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) because it's like nobody wants to hear like buy my stuff all the time if you serve people with something helpful then uh, content is super super helpful so and then step three is to connect different tools and features that could be uh, time saving and that could give you a better help you to provide a better customer or client experience so this is something that a lot of people don't think about either but um, there's a lot of different tools out there to save you time uh, to do automatic follow-ups and just all that kind of stuff so like a few basic options would be like making it easier for people to set appointments with you nobody wants to go back and forth and email about who's available at what time but if you just share an appointment scheduling link on your website you can put that in a button uh, where you say click this button to schedule the appointment and they can pull up your calendar schedule it and it's super it's completely seamless I guess other tools could be like a chat widget I had that on my site for a while um, but yeah it's called Drift and it's actually free so if you want to make it easier for people to ask questions to you instead of having to fill out your contact form or having to look over uh, your website trying to find your email address they can fill out a quick chat and get that chat sent over to you and even things like client intake forms typically for service providers like me we're asking for the same information from people over and over again and of course you don't want to send them like a paper PDF that they have to print out that's really convenient and then you don't want to have to keep typing an email every time you have a new client like hey what's your name what are your preferences so you can have a client intake form like on your website as an extra page and just 
send them over to that with all the questions that they need to have. And yeah, everything there, making it an easy process for you and an easy process for them too. So I have a few other suggestions. So those are just a few of like the way you can use your website a little more strategically uh, to help you to capture the leads like with Drip and the client intake part, the oh, appointment scheduling too, making yeah. that just easier for people. So okay. can you share, because I mean, this this whole thing is so benign. It's so interesting. Some websites don't incorporate just widgets into their website and they make it difficult. Most times they lose leads and even mm-hmm. people that could become conversion you know, can't make sales. They lost someone that was interested because they didn't have enough tool that can help them manage those clients of this. So can you share mm-hmm. with us maybe one thing that you do that is non-negotiable in the sources of your business? Yeah, so um, definitely with this uh, website area, providing quality work is something that's non-negotiable. So sometimes when you're working with different clients, uh, they're, of course, they're experts on what they do. Like if whatever they're, topic is whatever their business is about but not necessarily like a web design or a um, branding expert like my expertise is so sometimes um, you have to educate clients a little bit on why certain design preferences will help their website look better or why they don't need that many categories (laughs) or like why this picture will look better than that picture and that kind of thing so sometimes it is an awkward conversation but to me it's worth it because I want to put out quality work and I want them to leave with a quality product too mm-hmm. so that's definitely a non-negotiable there awesome i know you must have been inspired you know to have taken this big step of making web design your lifestyle from being a blogger to realizing that web design was your thing what is that one book movie or even experience you can share with the smarty toast listeners that motivated you to be where you are today entrepreneurially a couple of them that I feel like kind of helped encourage me a little bit, I guess. And I actually knew I wanted to do an online business since like 2013. I remember being in my cubicle, just super bored. And because I wasn't in jobs that I liked either, because I know not, there's nothing wrong with a nine to five, but I never was able to get one that I liked that used my actual strengths. I always felt underutilized no matter what I did. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so I was like, okay, I know I can do a little bit more than this. Uh, and then I just always had this fear, I guess, about it because everybody around me was more traditional doing the nine to five thing mm-hmm. so I found this book well I actually heard about it when I was at Infusionsoft because they had us do a since that company is serving entrepreneurs they had mm-hmm. us do an orientation and we took some quiz or something like which book fits you and th- that was the book that fit me it's called Be a Free Range Human by Marianne Williamson okay. and I never actually read it I just had it on my list and I read it last summer finally after knowing about it for almost a year so mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway this, how simple an online business can be and how it's a lot less risk, honestly, than a brick and mortar. Like you're not <laughs> managing inventory. You're not having to really get employees until you grow. Uh, you don't have to pay for a space. So it's pretty much low cost. You can work from anywhere. Uh, then she talks about the marketing and just kind of figuring out what your strengths are and what you want to offer people to yeah. just really simplify the starting process. So I was like, okay, it's not that complicated. Like, let me just go ahead and try to get started. <laughs> and um, one other one that I love love to was uh, You Are a Badass at Making Money by Jen Sincero. Okay. So to me, that one kind of changed my perspective on like, 
make money and like what's possible, uh, how we can kind of generate income for ourselves. And your perspective has a lot to do with it. Like if you think in a limited perspective, then you're going to get limited small results. So you have to open up your thinking and invest in coaching or programs if you need yeah. to. Uh, even if it's expensive, like it'll help you to make progress faster than just staying stuck where you are. So her yeah. book was really good too. Well, is there any other profession other than your present profession that you like to attend? Uh, so not formally. I do with me loving food and stuff. Maybe like I always like uh-huh. to watch the food <laughs> network, people on TV cooking and talking and oh, yeah. especially the ones that travel too. Like if they're like traveling and they're just out shopping in the local market and they come home and cook. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. So, <laughs> so maybe something like that. I don't know how that would happen. But anyway, something like that could be cool. But yeah, but nothing else that I can think of now um <laughs> oh my I, I see you really have that you know love for cooking you, you really love yeah cooking. oh my god maybe, I know, it's so maybe we're gonna we're gonna have a sort of competition i mean you and i and i i, I think we can do better <laughs> y'all really oh what do you think yeah. like, okay I, i'm not really good in the kitchen <laughs> oh i know well i do actually use recipes so i do have to be transparent there i don't come up with stuff from scratch but i'm really good at following the recipes so they always uh, turn out perfect <laughs> okay. Okay. Tell us more about your profession before we wrap it all up and your business and maybe links and trainings that you can recommend for our listeners. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I am a full website and brand designer uh, for entrepreneurs. And you can find out a little more about my services at Keisha, K E S H I A M as in Michelle, and white, W H I T E.com. So I'll say it one more time Keisha M white.com. And then I do have a free guide. Um, it's the free 10 page guide that goes into more detail on the three steps for taking your site to the next level. So you can find that guide at bit.ly slash next level website. And you can get more details on how to do it. So. After this, uh, I'm going to share the link with you all and you can just click the link and jump right in. So the last question for the day, I, I want to ask this because everybody have their own way of approaching this, but this is it. Tell me something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. Yeah, well, I think the main thing I can think of is maybe the content creation part because I know a lot of people still don't really think that there's a lot of power in it. They just want to wait on people to show up and want to give them business. Mm -hmm. But I really do think web designers should be creating content. Uh, Uh, And the main reason too, a lot of times web design is great, but people do end up eventually kind of getting burned out. And if you have an audience that you built through um, content creation, you can easily pivot your business to maybe selling online courses from all the knowledge you gained over the years or um, doing digital products or coaching or just whatever you may want to pivot to. And if all you did was just kind of hide behind the computer and wait on referrals to show up and Mm -hmm. not really build an audience, then you're not going to be able to pivot as easily, I guess. Do think people in web design and development, whatever they are, they should create content. But yeah, I'm sure a lot of people probably are like, oh, that's a waste of time. But anyway, that's just my <laughs> My opinion there. And everybody have their own opinions, defense, and yeah. opinion is what matters. That's it. Your opinion yeah. matters. Just kind of find a way to synchronize with the data of others and make them understand. Mm-hmm. But if they don't yeah. or are not able to understand, then I think we can just give them the space. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just trying to help out. But if you don't want the help, I'm good. <laughs> bad, bad. So I want to say a big thank you. I mean, it was a great pleasure having your smile tools today. 
it was really fun and i believe every one of you i mean the listeners you learned a lot from this you want to take your website to the next level there are just three steps just one two three three big steps for you to take and you change your entire the entire look of your website the entire mentality of your website your home page your contact page everything you just need to start from the basic level of three big steps so feel free to reach out to Keisha she's so you can visit her if you're very close to where she lives and maybe she can cook and give to you so you just feel free to reach out to Keisha and feel free to message her via email make sure it's a very important email and she'll help you build your profitable website not just ordinary but I've seen her work I've seen what she does she's really good so feel free you want to create a website you have a problem with your website you you're not getting enough leads or not getting what you want on your website feel free to reach out to her and we will still share um, the link I told you about three steps to taking your website to the next level so thank you so much for listening and it was a pleasure having you on Keisha thank you so so much yes thank you for having me too it was nice to uh, be here so thank you awesome it was great having you on bye bye yeah thank you discover yourself grow and transform your world here at smile Eagles. your host joseph Paul smile